you are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, a podcast for spiritual souls on their journey of enlightening the world. I'm your host, Stephanie Powers. Welcome. You know, I thought I was totally alone in what I'm about to talk about. I thought nobody else feels this way. It's just me. I'm just sensitive. Because growing up, I would explain these things that I'm about to speak to you about to my mom. And I would be like, Mommy, I don't feel good in this place. I feel different. Oh, Stephanie, you're just sensitive. You're just, you know, it's just a new place that you have to get used to. It's okay. Now that I'm older and I know that I'm an empath and I'm awakened to being a light worker, I know that that is not true. So hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. Where are you listening to this from? Are you up in an airplane with your headphones on? Are you driving and I'm coming out of your car speakers? I love when you guys send me DMs or tag me in your Instagram stories and share where you're listening to the show because I just envision myself there with you. Like if you're driving down the road with me coming out of your speakers right now, I envision me sitting in your passenger seat just having a conversation with you. It's really neat. So thank you guys for tuning in. On this week's episode, and I just asked you guys over on my personal Instagram, at Stephanie's underscore destiny, I just kind of polled you, and I want to see if you guys feel the same way that I do, because I'm so nervous to record this episode. But after what you guys have been saying in just the first nine minutes of the post being up, I'm like, okay, this has got to get out there. I briefly mentioned it last week on the show. I said... Have you ever felt different in different places in the world? Have you ever felt lighter or more dense and heavier in different parts of the country, your country? That is what we're going to talk about on today's episode. And forgive me if I stutter a lot or I say, um, because this shit is hard. Like what we're about to talk about, you can't put words to it because it's just a feeling. And if you know what I'm talking about, then you know what I'm saying. It's hard to put it in words. But I will just give you guys examples to bring it home if you don't know what we're talking about. So, shift in energy. The very first time I felt a shift in energy when I was moving to different physical locations is when I was about eight years old. I moved from southern Indiana to... New Hampshire, way up to New England. Now, going from a Midwest slash Southern lifestyle all the way up to New England is a culture shock in itself. Never mind picking up energies. It's a culture shock. Uh, It was really difficult for me to adjust. And, you know, I lived there for about 17 years. I went to middle school there. I went to high school there. I went to college there. And then I finally moved away once I got married in 2013. And... I never felt right. The entire nearly two decades, I never felt right. As soon as I moved there, you know, I was an eight-year-old little girl. I was so excited to be driving in the big uh, yellow moving truck with my uncle. Like, it was just so much fun. Like, we were on an adventure. I'm a little Sagittarius child. I was like, fucking right. Let's get in this moving truck and go. You know, I was in the back of the moving truck dancing. And I was like, can I make a blanket fort back here? It was just so much fun. Not realizing all of the emotional toll it would eventually take when I would wake up in New Hampshire and be like, oh, I can't just go see my grandpa. 
Oh, I can't just go to my grandma's for dinner every weekend. Oh, I'm not going to see my cousins for a long time. That came later and that was really tough. But let's focus on the energetic feel here, okay? As soon as we got to Pennsylvania, we were at a truck stop taking a break. And I remember feeling nauseous, physically ill. So as a little eight-year-old, I just went to my mom and said, Mommy, I don't feel good. And she checked my forehead to see if I had a fever. No. She was like, well, we've been on the road. This is exhausting. We'll be home soon. And I was like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm 30 years old now, and I've done the drive from the Midwest, from the South, up to New England 10 times, a dozen times. I've driven all over the USA. And I can now say that what I was feeling was real. There is a different energy that hits you as soon as you get to Pennsylvania. But as soon as you get to New York, it gets heavier. And as soon as you get to Massachusetts and Vermont, it's all-encompassing. It's completely different. It's a different shade of color. It's a different smell, taste. I mean, all your senses can feel it. It is totally different. It's very, very, very heavy and dense. Dense is the, really the best word I can use to describe it. And just as a little disclaimer, because I know I have listeners from all over the USA and all over the world, for that matter, what I'm about to say in this episode is individual. So if I say something negative or something that you don't agree with, or maybe I say that I don't like the state where you live in, it doesn't mean, like, it's nothing negative. And I feel like I don't even have to explain that to you guys, because you get it. It's just a feeling within me. And it's as individual as taste in music or preference in food. Okay? So don't take it personally. Don't take it offensively. We all have different places that we love and that we places we just don't vibe with. And that's okay. That's what makes us life fun. So here we go. <laughs> New England fucking sucks. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Stop. <laughs> but for real, New England and me, we are oil and water. I just cannot vibe with it. I can't mesh with it. I just can't y'all. And I've tried and I've, I've spoken to my parents or my mom out loud about it. And just, I don't like it. And at first I thought, well, it's just not where I was born. It's not where I have roots. But my mom would just say, just give it time. You'll adjust. You'll, I never, ever did. I remember growing up, so we would go to Indiana and visit family. And then we'd go on vacations to Florida, to the Bahamas, to California, anywhere. And every time we would get on the flight to head back to Manchester, New Hampshire, I would cry cry. My throat would swell up. My eyes would swell up. And I would just, I mean, you'd have to drag me on the plane like a dog on a leash. I was like, no, 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 no. Please don't make me go. I just don't vibe there. I don't feel like I can be myself. I don't feel like my wings can fully expand. It just doesn't feel right. It feels when I'm even, I was just in New Hampshire staying with my mom for about eight months after my divorce. I needed time to financially, emotionally get back up on my feet. And the whole time I was there, I was like, okay, Steph, this is like your 20th time coming home since you first moved out. Like, you got this. Think positive. You got this. Don't let this energy win. So I went to women's full moon circles. I went to therapy. I got a massage once a month. Um, I used to 
make sure that I got out of the house at least twice a week to go work at a cafe. I was just like, I got this. I can do this. I can make this positive. And it really was one of the most positive visits of my life. But there was that underlying feeling of I'm not supposed to be here and I've got to get out that wouldn't leave me alone at all. So I feel like you guys listening, you have that place. Maybe it's where you live right now. Like, where is your New Hampshire? I know you have one. But I really feel like it's our subconscious speaking to us like, you're going to grow and expand and be free and really step into who you are once you are in the right physical place. Now, for me, that was South Carolina. And what a random place, right? And you want to know why I left New Hampshire and moved to South Carolina? Random, right? I didn't know anyone down there. I didn't have any family. But whenever I would fly to the Charlotte, North Carolina airport, which is actually on the border of South Carolina, I felt free. I felt home. I felt comfortable. I felt like I was wrapped in a warm blanket fresh out of the dryer eating my grandma's chicken and dumplings like I just felt so at home and so right you know New Hampshire felt like I was walking around wearing two left shoes Carolina felt like I was walking around wearing a brand new pair of sneakers with lots of cushion I was ready to go ready to run and I literally moved down there because of that feeling that I got in the airport I never once left the airport to go explore South Carolina, not once. But that energetic feeling, now I'm covered in truth bumps, that I felt when I went to the airport and just looked outside at the beautiful sunrise, sunset, whenever I was traveling, I went to Charlotte so many times, felt like home. And then there was another instance where I was driving from New Hampshire down to Miami, and we stopped in South Carolina for the night. And I remember waking up bright and early, I hit the road again, and I just walked outside. And I looked up at the sky, and it was the most beautiful blue I have ever seen in my life to this date. And I live in Telluride, Colorado, 10,000 feet up in the sky. South Carolina had the most beautiful sky I had ever seen. I mean, I, I can only imagine what the other people at the hotel thought. Here's a girl standing in the parking lot just with her head looking right up at the sky for a solid 10 minutes straight, just in awe. And I was so happy. I just felt so free. I did not want to go to Florida that day. I did not. I wanted to stay and live in that motel for forever. But we went, and yeah, I ended up being in Florida for three months before I ran away. Um, You know, I love Florida. It's got a lot of good qualities to it, but the only place I can stand is the Florida Keys, especially Key West. God, do I feel so free down there. I mean, I got married down there. Um, I went, I moved there after my divorce. Um, I go there by myself at least once a year. I don't even tell people that I'm there. I just go there because that is my zen. That is my, my charging station, my charging dock. I absolutely love it. And I think now that I'm in tune with being an empath and energy, I honestly feel like that energy is the Caribbean as a whole. Because when I was 13, I took my first trip to the Caribbean and I went to the Bahamas. And again, I felt so freaking free and at home, like so happy that I could cry. And I don't cry a lot, 
But I was so, so happy 13 in the Bahamas. And I remember I would walk around the streets of Nassau by myself, 13-year-old girl. Like, that's not really safe. But I felt so safe, so happy. I made so many friends there. I actually have a really good friend. I call him Bahamas because he's from the Bahamas. I met him in college. And, yeah, we still talk to this day, 2008, 10 years later. <laughs> but I just, I love it. I feel so free, and I can't wait to explore the rest of the Caribbean. But that is my, my heart is down there. Um... Let's talk about the big one, okay? The big one, the huge shift in energy. And for my international listeners who have never been to the USA, sorry you won't really resonate or understand this. I mean, maybe you will. But when you come visit, you'll feel it. This I know for sure. So here in the US, we're pretty much divided by the Mississippi River. And that divides the country from the East Coast to the West Coast. And let me tell you guys, whether I'm driving, riding a bike, walking, I've literally done all of this. I'm a Sagittarius again. Walking, flying, up in the air. As soon as I cross that river and I enter the west coast, the west side of the country, I feel a huge, huge shift. And you know what I feel? I feel lighter. I feel free. I feel wild. I feel passion again. I feel like a child, just in awe of everything. And I just feel like my wings are fully extended. And I have vast, wide, open space where I can just roam and fly and run and twirl and just be so happy and free. I feel so light and I feel so innovative. You guys know what I'm talking about. I feel like I had to pause there for a second because I can hear your your roars of, yes, I know exactly what you mean. I mean, just already on Instagram, you guys, before I even said anything, there's three of you in the last nine minutes that have said, me too, the West Coast feels lighter. West Coast feels lighter. Sorry, I'm stirring my smoothie. But the East Coast, okay, I'll forever be an East Coast girl because it's kind of where I grew up, but... Like when I go to Washington State or, oh my God, Big Sur, California, whoo, Monterey Beach, whoo, uh, I, I feel so free, so full of joy. You know, I actually camped out in an Airstream in Big Sur, California once, and it was the best sleep I have ever had. And I just feel like a totally different person when I'm out there, I mean, I literally feel like I cross through dimensions when I go from the East Coast to the West Coast. And when I'm in the Midwest, I feel the same way. I mean, I guess Colorado is the Midwest. It's more the West Coast. But I still get that Midwest grounding, comfortable feeling. Although I will say, and I'm a Midwest girl, so for all of my Midwest listeners, I love y'all. You my brothers and my sisters, literally. But when I go to the Midwest, I feel like I take a step back in time. And I say that in a sense because I can just feel the lack of innovation, innovative energy. But on the same hand, I like it because it brings me back down to earth. Because if I spend too much time in California and get my head up in the clouds and I'm dreaming and dreaming and dreaming, I need to be pulled back down to earth. So when I go visit my family in Indiana, that is a really good way for me to pull back down, come back down to reality, to 3D. You know what I mean? So I have traveled everywhere in this country. I mean, 
I haven't been to Montana or the Dakotas yet, but I've been pretty much everywhere besides that. And I've had a lot of interesting experiences. So I just want to dive into some of those and maybe some of you will resonate with it. Maybe some of you are totally opposite and don't agree. And again, I want to circle back to what I said in the beginning of this episode is everything is individual. Just like you may love a song that I don't vibe with. You may love a food that I just, my taste buds don't like. So don't take any of this offensively. And I hope some of you actually resonate with it. I'll be very, very curious to see what you guys think of this. Like if you have similar experiences in these same parts of the country. And again, sorry for my international listeners. But for you guys, I would love to hear if you feel the same way about different parts of your country. So... You guys know that I'm just oil and water with New England. I don't belong up there. The Blue Ridge Mountains of the Carolinas and Virginia, oh, they feel good. They feel really good to me, but I couldn't live there because there's still um, some heavy energy that I feel when I go there. Beautiful place to visit, not to live. Oh, the sweet, sweet Carolinas. This is where I really feel at home, and I would have never guessed it, but especially South Carolina. I just love it. However, when I started my chapter in South Carolina, I lived in a little town called Fort Mill, which is right outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Loved it. That is where my spiritual awakening took place. And do you guys remember the podcast episode I just recorded a couple of weeks ago with my Instagram BFF turned real life BFF Sarah? I'd met her for the first time in Denver. It's a really cool eye-opening episode. Uh, I've been friends with this girl named Sarah for so long. I know she's listening, so I've got a big smile on my face. For so long, just talking through audio messages and text messages, and we finally got to meet in person in Denver a couple of weeks ago. And of course, we immediately sat down and recorded a podcast about all the emotions, all the feelings, what it's been like being friends over the years without ever seeing each other. It's really cool. But here's synchronicity for you. So like I just told you, Fort Mill, South Carolina is where I have my spiritual awakening. Super fucking random, right? Super random. Well, Sarah found me because I had a blog called Free Spirit Fun. And she saw she saw my blog name and was like, oh, I'm a free spirit. I like to have fun. I'm going to look at this. And then she saw that all of my photos, my blog posts were tagged in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And she was in Australia at the time. And she thought, what? That's my hometown, a tiny little town in South Carolina. And this girl lives there and is blogging about it, making it look so beautiful. What the hell? And uh, yeah, we just connected ever since then. So when I met Sarah, she brought me these super sweet gifts. And one of them was a t-shirt that said Fort Mill, South Carolina. I wear it every day because that place holds such a special, special place in my heart. And um, I want to get a little off topic because this is so cool to share. But Tara, the astrologer that comes on the show frequently, she actually pulled my astro cartography map, which is where you take your birth chart and you place it on the world. And it's like latitude and longitude lines, but it shows you like where your Jupiter goes through, where your Chiron goes through, your Saturn, your sun, your moon. Well, wherever Jupiter goes through is your most abundant place. It is where you will grow and expand and experience richness and abundance and all the levels, love, money, you name it. Well, that is exactly what happened to me in Fort Mill, South Carolina. My uh, husband at the time, him and I moved down there with no money, no jobs, 
nothing. Like we slept on the floor for a week. But as soon as we got down there, within three days, both of us had full-time jobs with salaries and benefits. And we made really good money. Well, decent money. If I didn't have student loans, it would be good money. And we just, I remember like the second week we're there going to Ikea and dropping so much money, but to furnish our home. And we were just so abundant. Everything just flowed so effortlessly. And I had no idea at the time. I didn't even know I had a Jupiter sign. I didn't even know I had a moon sign. So to see that from Tara was like, oh, wow, that confirms it. And now that I have my astro cartography map, I'm kind of using it to base off where I should go next. And you know what's interesting is my Jupiter goes through Fort Mill, South Carolina, as well as Key West, Florida. And if you guys are longtime listeners, you know that is my spot. That's my happy place. So we'll see. I don't know. We'll see where I'll go. Because you guys know I'm not staying in Telluride forever, right? You knew that, right? I'm just here for the summer. Um, Your girl can't do winter. I feel like I've been in an endless winter because I moved to New Hampshire in the fall. I left in the spring, which is just cold, cold, cold. And then I came here where it's pretty much winter until June. July was nice. It's August. It's already getting a little bit more chilly. I just want to go somewhere warm, damn it. But let's talk about Telluride. Why am I here? What pulled me out here? Well, just the beauty and the nature and the fact that there's no stoplights for hours. (laughs) I absolutely love it. I actually have no lines in my astrocartography map that go through this place. So even Tara was like, why are you out here? What drew you out here? And I was like, just nature, just wanting to get away from it all. But we'll discuss that in more detail in a later podcast episode because there's a lot more to this. But it's still unfolding. So I don't have any lines in Colorado. I had a bunch of lines in Las Vegas, tough lines, and I really did have a very tough moment. I went to school there. Shout out to UNLV. I went there for a semester, and just bad things happened, and I had to go home. And that was in 2008 when a huge crash hit, and tuition went up to like 50 grand a year. It was awful and so sad. But, so the Carolinas feel like home to me. They really feel like home. We went over Florida. We went over the Midwest. California, Washington State. For all of my Washington listeners, you've got a very special energy up there. And I don't know how else to describe it, but I went there once in September 2016 and I toured the entire Olympic Peninsula. Wow. Talk about feeling like you're in a different dimension. So much fun. Like that, the energy up there just screams adventure and exploration. But um, also visiting the Indian reservations was definitely an energetic experience for sure. Um, what other part of the country? You know, I love California and I feel so free and so happy there. But California is interesting because it has big pockets of really dense energy. Um, Los Angeles, I love you guys <laughs> if you live there, but I can't. I can't breathe. I feel like someone's strangling me when I go there and my anxiety is through the roof. And it's almost like I can pick up on the energy of broken dreams. Like a lot of people go there and have these big dreams and they get they have to experience rejection after rejection after rejection. And, you know, what they say, you have to sell your soul to become famous. And you have to really change who you are. And it's just 
I can feel like my third eye is hurting right now. (laughs) I can feel all of that. But on the same token, Los Angeles feels so innovative and it has some of the best vegan restaurants and like San Francisco. I love that city, but I can only spend 24 hours there before I want to crawl in a hole and cry. (laughs) It's just tough. It's heavy energy, but an innovative heavy. Like let's go back to Charleston. So I moved to Charleston, South Carolina during the second half of my Carolina chapter. And I love that place. It's like a big Key West. So I was like, I'm going to love living here, but y'all, When I lived in Charleston, that is when I had some of the worst anxiety of my life. That is where I first experienced panic attacks. And I remember thinking, how in the hell am I experiencing this when I live on the beach, I have a wonderful husband, and I have a pug puppy? What is going on here? What is going on here? And there's many things to that. You know, like I was not living my truth. Um, I was married to someone that I knew wasn't the one for me. Um, I lost both of my cats in one weekend because one of them was diabetic and it was really difficult to take care of her. So there were those things weighing heavily on me. But now that I look back and I actually had a good conversation with Kristen from at You Are Luminous. Um, Her and I spoke about this and different ways of feeling around the country. Charleston carries a lot of heavy, dense energy, and you guys know why. Plantations are there. Slavery was there. Cruelty, evil, torture, anger. All of those that, you know, the heaviest, most dense energies and emotions, they're still floating around there. They don't just disappear. I mean, the Civil War was down there. That doesn't just go away. And I really feel like I was picking up on some of that energy and I didn't have my shield up. I didn't know that I could separate myself from it and say, this is not mine. And I think that's part of being an empath is you have to know to shield yourself and protect yourself. I was just walking around freely like, woo, this place is great. Welcome one and all energies. You know, I loved visiting the plantations and reading about the history that went on there and paying respect and walking through the gardens that have been there for hundreds of years. But I didn't realize that there was just heavy, dense energy floating around there. And one way that it really came to my attention that maybe that is why my anxiety is so thick down there, I was at Whole Foods and I was talking to my friend. She's an African-American girl. And she was like, what are you up to this weekend? I said, I'm going camping on the beach over at Botany Bay. I was like, what are you up to? Do you ever go camping around here? And she was like, girl, my ancestors worked too hard for me to be sleeping outside. I do not go camping. And she she wasn't really joking, but I was like, wow, you know, that's so true. And just ever since then, I was like, you know, my friends here, they are descendants of slavery. Like, it's still in their DNA. It's still in their energy. And that's, holy shit, that's heavy. So I thought maybe this is why I'm just picking up energies that are not mine. Because I am this bright light. I am this aura that I attract energies. I attract people that I shouldn't. Um, I got to learn to put up a shield and protect myself. And I'm still working on that. So maybe that's why. I still love Charleston. It's one of my favorite places in the world. I still think about moving back there. Just got to protect myself a little bit more and put up a shield and know when I'm picking up energy that is not mine. 
Um, gosh, I love the desert. Actually, I'm going to Albuquerque tomorrow. I'm going to be down there until Friday afternoon. I'm going to get my mom. She's flying in from New Hampshire to come see beautiful Telluride. Oh my God, I can't wait to show her these mountains. You guys see my pictures on Instagram, isn't it? Doesn't it look fake, like a painting? But um, I love Albuquerque. I don't know what it is. I just love, love it. Maybe it's the Native American energy. Maybe it's the magic of the desert. Oh my gosh, Phoenix, Arizona. It's a big city and I usually don't feel comfortable in cities, but I love Love Phoenix. I love all the places to hike around it. I loved being downtown. It just felt so fresh. And again, my wings felt like they could expand. And I can feel the magic and the energy just beating out of the land. In Sedona, Arizona, y'all know how that is. Now, speaking of Sedona, there are energy vortexes there. And there's actually these energy vortexes. They're in California. They're in Sedona. I think there's some even in New England. How you know where they are, you can literally measure it with scientific equipment. But look at trees. Some trees grow twisted. Yeah, they are twisted like a cyclone. That's because they're growing in an energy vortex, and that energy actually twists the trunk as it grows. Google it. Google it. Look at these pictures. They're crazy. I'll even find one. There's some around here in Telluride. I see them all the time. I'll take a picture and show you guys. But um, they're real, and you can feel that. And, oh, my God, have you guys ever been to the Redwoods in California? Ah, just so much energy in all these places popping into my mind. But, um, ooh, the energy of Costa Rica was really nice. I felt so safe. I felt so free. I'm thinking of all the places I've been. Mexico. I like Mexico. There is some really, there's a lot of angry energy down there that I can feel. Um, Kind of egotistic a little bit too. Just, again, just what I felt. But there are some really, really lovely places. Like, those are some of the nicest people I've ever met are some Mexicans when I was in um, Chichen Itza, visiting the Great Mayan Pyramids. That was such a cool trip. Okay, you guys, now I really want to go hike and find a twisted tree for you. But I hope this episode resonates with you. While I have you, I'm going to open up our Instagram and see if you guys have said anything else about the post I just made. Oh, wow. Yep, you have. (laughs) Holy shit. Let me refresh this. Yep. You guys know. Wow. So Wow, so comforting to see someone else sharing this experience. I become part of the place I'm in. I feel the vibe and acclimate to my surroundings. Ooh, Christine, that's good. Let's see. Christina says, I lived in several countries and I'm an entirely different person in each one. It gets amplified by the language I speak. Places, countries, language, food, even the air all have totally different energies. Yes, it does. Oh my gosh, my friend Michelle from you dot the power within says, yes, I moved from New York to California and I've experienced a huge energy shift. It's lighter here, more home for me than I've ever felt in 31 years. Wow. Varuna, what a good comment. I was recently in Finger Lakes area and it was so awesome. I think where there are less people and more forest, it's magical energy. Boom! You nailed it. And maybe that's why I feel this way in the desert because no one really goes out there. 
There's really no human, so you are free. Same thing here with Telluride. Yep, everyone's saying check out astrogeography, astrocartography. And you guys, let me end this episode with this. If you want to pull your astrocartography map, you must know your, you know, your usual, your birth date, time, and place. And you can Google it, astrocartography map, or hit up my girl, Tara Jade Nichols, tarajadenichols.com. She's on Instagram, at Tara Jade Star. But she pulls astrocartography maps, and she is phenomenal phenomenal what is the line um your north node which is your purpose in life she looks at that and says she shows you where you should go your north node you should live there that would be the most abundant place to live but if you can't live there then you should at least visit because you'll have epiphanies you'll meet people you'll have visions of what you're meant to do in this lifetime so get this guys when i was a little girl i was obsessed with africa i mean i was four or five years old obsessed with Africa. I would collect National Geographic magazines of all the African animals. You know, any any other animals from like Antarctica or Alaska or the US or Australia, but yeah, yeah, whatever. Give me the African ones. And I had a whole stack of giraffes, rhinos, elephants. I just loved it. And then, yo, and then when Lion King came out when I was like six or seven, oh my god watched it on repeat for probably seven days in a row I had a little Simba doll that was so dirty because I carried him around everywhere I went like my little baby doll I carried my Simba lion doll everywhere I went god I wish I still had that but what I'm trying to get at is when Tara pulled my chart, I was dying to see where my North Node line goes through. And I, I was thinking maybe it's in Key West, maybe South Carolina, maybe Big Sur, California. She pulls my map. My North Node runs through Africa. It runs through Madagascar. How crazy is that? So I have no intention of ever living in Madagascar. I mean, I'll never say never. But now it is, you know, I've always said <laughs> number one bucket list to do before I die, is going on an African safari. Well, now it's to visit Madagascar to see what happens. So, TaraJadeNichols.com or find her on Instagram at TaraJadeStar. I love you guys. Please go to iTunes and leave us a star review. You don't have to write anything. Just click the stars if you like what you hear. Follow us at Stephanie's underscore Destiny to join the conversation or at Lightworkers Lounge. I love you guys. I'm off to Albuquerque to soak in that magical desert energy. If you're in New Mexico, I wish we could like have a meetup. You can come say hi. We can have coffee. But I love you guys. I will see you soon. Lightworkers Lounge, the physical building, is on its way. I will see you this Friday for another Friday bonus chat or next Wednesday for the regular episodes. See y'all later. Goodbye. It's 444. <laughs> yeah, we picking on them guitars just right. Everybody singing Dixie Landing Light Like a barber on a wet line We just trying to catch a good time 80 degrees and the sun ain't even now We got a spot a couple miles out of town And when that moon comes up, you know it's going down We got them folding chairs leaning way back no other plans other than to relax We ain't worried about tomorrow from where we at We just trying to catch a good time Even if it takes all night Pass that bottle around the campfire 
Sipping apple pop moonshine Yeah, we picking on them guitars Just right Everybody singing Dixieland Delight Like a barber on a wet line We just trying to catch a good time Way down here we all got that southern draw Take our time